the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, that's the phone number that you should call. With me is Brad, Rob, and Dan, and they are the upper echelon and the big dogs for S&S Tire. And they're, they've been around a long time. As we talked about, your dad started when? 76. 1976. He's in the business much sooner than that, but that's when we opened S&S. Okay. And so Rob and Dan have assumed it from, and your mother's still alive, yep. but your father's passed, so you two guys are handling it. So now we've got Brad. And why don't you just kind of look away from him and give me a grade real quick? <laughs> a, B, C, D, E, F, G. <laughs> o- overall great. You know, I, he's my son. Okay. So what, I mean, he's not full of tattoos. He doesn't do drugs. Mm-hmm. He's, I think he deserves uh, a lot of credit for what he's done. I will tell you, and you probably know, or your son will mm-hmm. tell you, and your daughter, that being the second generation or the third generation is very difficult because we have a father and son relationship and then at work it's boss and subordinate relationship mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to draw that line uh, sometimes I had that trouble with my father when he was alive and running the company but uh, again I don't think anybody would argue from anybody in our company Brad does a great job He'll, he has the do what it takes attitude never says no he's there all the time makes the decision that's what bothers me the most is the kids have got past that just make a decision don't come to me poop on my desk and tell me you haven't fixed it just make a decision i'll let you know if it's if i agree with it or not but just make a decision let's go back to where we promised ed on your vibration have you had it aligned after you put the struts on it yes i took it back and they redid the alignment Okay, and how does it steer and run now? Uh, nice. Okay. Great. Where are the tires with the outside edge wear? Uh, they're on the back now. Okay. You know that they're not going to fix themselves, though, right? Right, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I, I think you've done a great job. It, it's been kind of a circle kind of thing, but if you're happy and it's not, we're not wearing the tires and the car isn't pulling left or right, then I think you, you're done fine, right? Yeah, I think it's all right. Okay. Eventually, I'll get new tires, and I'll be fine. Yeah. Do you have any other questions? No. Okay. All right. Well, good luck to you. Thank you, Ed. Thank you very much. John, you're up next. Hey, Mark. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I have a similar problem as a previous caller. It's a 2004 Toyota Camry, and it runs great uh, heading down I-17, and after about 10 or 15 minutes, I start going up a hill like, start getting some vibration in the front left corner. I've had uh, 
all the tires uh, rebalanced. I've had them rotated. And I can drive the car for about 10, 15 minutes, no issue. And then again, it starts to give me vibration in the front left-hand corner. Uh, any insight? I have some thoughts, but I wanted to hear what the team had to share. Okay. Let me ask you one question. If you're going up the hill and you're, you're throttling up, and I'm going to give you from 75 to 100% throttle, you have the vibration. What happens when you back off the throttle? It, it, it vibration backs off. Okay. All right, so it's it's related to the load. Sounds like it's a mechanical. I mean, it, I, I think you can rule out tires at this point. I'm agreeing with you 100%. Guy, hey, Brad? Drive line? I think Camry front axle. Yeah. I think front axle. Um, I think his symptoms match that perfectly. It only does it when he's loading that front axle, and when he backs off the throttle, it, it changes. And so we unload that axle. So if you're going to do the how many miles are on your Camry? 210,000. And have you done axles on it yet? I have not. Okay. I'm afraid to make an investment because I, I don't think the book value is very high on it. Well, um, what's the alternative to buy another car? Yeah, I think it's about ready. It's 16 years old. Uh, I bought it with 50,000 miles on it. So I've got 160,000 of my own. Okay. Um, well, unless you overheat it. coming off on it. Pardon okay. me, sir? A unless you overheat it or run low on oil, that thing's a 300, 400,000-mile motor. And if you had to put a couple of axles in it, which I would suggest that you do, that really, um, if you amortize that out over the next six or eight months, you're talking about $50 a month. So yeah, I'm not trying to talk you into it or not. I I'm just saying this isn't a tough repair. I'd do both axles if I were you. I wouldn't do boots because obviously one of the joints on that driver's side axles is bad. So I think just, you know, go to your shop and ask them to bid two complete axles for your 04 Camry and see what it is. I just think, um, don't be afraid that the car's going to give up the ghost because every car we put a motor in um, has been overheated or run low on oil. Very few of them just die a natural death, and if they do, they're usually north of 400,000 miles. So Wow. So you think I, I have another 90,000 90, easy if I just replace the axles? Well, if you put $500 with axles in it, you're going to let me amortize it over nine or 10,000 miles. <laughs> I'm talking pennies. Well, I'm talking pennies per hundreds of miles. I, I'm not yeah. going to do the math real quick. But if you were my best friend, I would tell you to put axles in it. And even if you were my worst friend and you asked me, I'd still tell you to put axles in it. But if you're itching for a new car or you're itching to give that to your daughter who just turned 16 and get yourself something else, then those are your decisions you can make. But I'm 90% right. I'm sure the left front axle on that's bad. Okay. okay. And you'd do both. You wouldn't do just one. No, I'd do both. You're going to have to align it anyway. So why do one and then align it and then the okay. other and then align it? And yeah, But then I... Go ahead, Mark. No, no, finish up. Go ahead. I was going to say then, sir, they're going to say, and I have the original struts in there, and they're going to say, hey, while you're there, you might as well get the struts done as well. well you're right, but you, if you don't have any tire wear that indicates the struts and you don't want to do the struts, I can tell you this much. Most people, my personal, most people say, I say to them, you put struts on your car. Yes, I did. Did you notice the difference? Yes, I did. Was it Was the difference worth it? No. <laughs> I hear that okay. all the time. All but right. if they're leaking oil severely, then yes, the answer is yes. But it's okay. it, your mileage. Um, you, you're probably going to improve the ride, and you're probably going to like the car a lot better if you do struts, but that's going to be a big bill. Okay? Right. All right. Thank you, Mark. All right.
You bet. Lou, you're up next. Hi, Mark. <clears throat> I have a 2006 Hyundai Sonata with 250,000 miles. Um, I get the check engine light that comes on and off, on and off. I had it checked. Uh, they plugged it in and said uh, cylinder one is misfiring. So I put a new spark plug in, a new uh, coil in, a, a new injector in, and I still get the light that comes on and off. And uh, if I if I drive in the city, it'll come on and off. If I drive in the highways, it'll go off by itself. Okay. Well, we know all the parts that you put in. It's not that, don't we? <laughs> um, okay, yeah. It's it's a bad idea to do what you did. You already know. How much money have you got tied up in that so far? Oh, no, not much. Not much. 200 Maybe, yeah, about, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, this could be a vacuum leak on that one cylinder. It could be a, a bad boot because you have coil over ignition, I think, on that. Do you have a distributor with wires, or do you have the, co- the, wire, the coil t- attaches to the tar- top of the spark plug? Which one do you have? Okay. Well, there's a boot in the bottom of that, and sometimes people don't change that. So I think this is an easy one to find, or you can wait till it gets worse, or wait till you have to go through emissions. But obviously, of all the stuff you've done, you, you've it's not been done right. Now, when you took the coil off, did you see that little piece of hose on the bottom of the coil? Yeah. Okay, that's the boot. So maybe you should do this. Why don't you pull the boot off number one? Because you said that's where the code's coming from, yes? Yes. So pull the two, pull number one and number four coils. Swap the boot. I did boot. that. I did that. Same thing still happened. So you swapped the boot, too? You it, took the coil and I, the boot? Okay. I took, I, yeah, I took the coil and the boot out and put it into the other. I switched one and four. Okay. Well, there's a lot of things that could cause it. I, I gave you vacuum leak could be one, but I, I don't know. Somebody's going to have to go in there and figure it out. This On a 1 to 10 scale, this might be a 5 or a 6. It's not a $1,000 kind of diagnosis. But the question really is, is, if, is it spark or fuel? Do we have an injector problem, intermittent? or And if not, we need to swap. you need to swap injectors around. Or do we have a, f- a spark or a fuel? And, and those are going to do it. It's not likely we have a valve problem, because if we had a valve problem, you'd be backfiring through the intake or through the exhaust, and you haven't said anything about that. So I, no, can't, diag- no, I, I can't diagnose them for you over the... over the. Do you have a shop that you like? Yeah, I took it to my shop, a really nice guy, the Midas shop on the west side, and um, he checked. He can't find it either. He just has okay. no idea what it is. And it doesn't, re- it doesn't stay on history. So when the light went off and I had the car brought it together inspected, uh, it went through. It didn't have it on history. Okay. Well, none of that is part of the diagnostic process. We don't care about the history or when it went away or anything Uh like that. But um, with all due respect to the shop that you've picked, um, you've picked a, uh, a horse doctor to look at an ear problem on your cat. So um, okay. I think you stick with the guys that uh, do that for a living. And it's it's tough because here, um, business gets slow, and then all of a sudden we have the horse doctor telling everybody he can fix their rabbit or their cat or their dog. And in reality, he's best worked on horses. So that's my two cents worth. Anyway, Lou, thank you very much. Gary, you're up next. Uh, hello, Mark. A long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh-huh. Um, I have a 2015 Jeep Grand Cherokee. The uh, malfunction indicator light started coming on, and the symptoms were 
it kind of hesitated as it was shifting. And I, uh, at one time, it, before I could get it to the shop, it even downshifted from D to S. So I took it to a shop, and I won't name them on the air, but okay. it's one of your uh, recommended ones. And so they uh, did some work on it, and it started doing the same thing uh, uh, within two weeks. So I took it back to them, and they made some more repairs, and now it's still doing it. And I, to use one of your analogies, I'm up to $622, and I think they might be guessing with my money. And and you know what? I, I don't care if it's one of my shops or not. I'm going to agree with you. That's what it looks like. I think you're best served by going someplace else and having them diagnose it and then looking them in the eye and say, hey, I've already paid for some guesses. I'm not going to hold you to the performance of the shop before. But I want to make sure that you can take care of this. Once you get it fixed, then you go back to the first shop and say, this is what fixed it. Is which, Could we sit down and talk about this? I think that's what I like my customers to do. So you need a fresh pair of eyes. Even if it's one of my shops, you need a fresh pair of eyes. What part of town do you live in? Gary? Gary, Gary? Okay. Um, Gary, if you'll email me at mark at marksalem.com, mark at marksalem.com, and tell me what uh, geographical area you live, or you can go to marksalem.com and look at my best shops, see if maybe some other shop can help you out. You guys have experienced that as well. Yeah, we all make mistakes. I think the difference that we between men and boys is how you step up and fix your mistakes. So that's, you know. I, I agree with you. Fix I, it. I, I agree that's, with you. Everybody does that. We do that as well. I'm going to tell you our latest fiasco. A, a customer who, absent, who used to work for us, he's a retired policeman, and he used to be our shuttle bus driver. He brought in his virtually brand-new Honda Ridgeway truck and for an oil change. And he's allowed to walk around the shop and talk to everybody because he knows everybody, and he knows the protocol. So we do an oil change on his car, and we give it back to him. And he calls us, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes later and says something happened to my truck. We tow it in, and the motor's seized up. The cams are seized up. All the cam belts are blown off of it. And we pull the dipstick, and someone <laughs> forgot to add oil. So I can tell you that the Honda Ridgeline will go 16 miles if it doesn't have a drop of oil in it. It happens. It's happened to you. Sure. So we look at the, the security cameras, and this guy's a 32-year veteran. I'm not mad at him. We were busy. And we pulled him off the car to ask him to go out front to look at a car, and he just lost track of where he was at. And so it's kind of my fault, kind of our fault as well, but he's not panned for the motor. probably the guy's fault who was walking around the shop talking to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you tell him. I'll have him call you. But the end of the result is we all make mistakes. And like you said, big boys, take care of them. And the other guys point fingers at somebody else. 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code PHOENIX for 20% off. 
Hi, this is Albert Moeller with a brief word on the upcoming election. So much is at stake. Register, make your plans to vote today, and then vote. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station. 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust at Liberty. The three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. (gasps) I know. You don't. (laughs) Oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. (laughs) No. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 22 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We've got Brad, Rob, and Dan, and these guys are the ones that run SNS Tire. They have a surprise location, a Sun City location, a Goodyear location. They've got the west side kind of covered up. They do tires, but they also do all kinds of maintenance on your car, and they'll let you know when it's something that they're not good at. And most of the time, they have the ability, like the rest of us, to guide you to somebody who's a little better at replacing your windshield than they would otherwise be. So we all have those kinds of relationships. When it comes to uh, diesels, then uh, Strictly Diesel is a great place. He's up on um, Pinnacle Peak Road in I-17. I know Nate, and I've known him for a long time, and I know he's very good. So if you've got a diesel that other people are guessing on, or if you've got a diesel that no one else can find the problem, I'd like you to consider calling Nate at Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. Chevy, Ford, Dodge, everything foreign and domestic, light diesel trucks. So Nate's a good guy. If you'd like to call him, then tell him Mark sent you, but there's no bird dog fee, so I'm not going to make any money on it. But um, I do have a, a coupon there for the next person that calls him. Elizabeth, thanks for calling. How are you? 
I'm just fine. Thank you, Mark. Uh, I'm an 83-year-old grandma, and I just want to know if you know somebody here. I have an 80, uh, 2003 Mercury Marquis that my son got me. It's in beautiful shape. Uh, I have 30,000 miles on it. It's somebody in Scottsdale that I can trust just to take and have it looked at every now and then. Somebody that I can really trust. Okay. I can help you. What part of Scottsdale? North, central, oh, or south? Well, I'm, I'm in the south Scottsdale area. But. Okay. Um, I want you... Oh, boy. Um, the the name is on the tip... Oh, um, the name is on the tip... Oh, Bell Auto Service. I'm sorry. What? I, how, do you, how do you say it again? Bell, B-E-L-L, Auto Service. B-E-L-L, Okay. And it's at 87th Street in McDowell, which is almost close to Pima, where Pima yeah. would be. And you're going to talk to Vicky, okay? Okay, Vicky. And Vicky and Craig are the husband and wife that run it. I okay. promise you they'll take good care of you. And I would oh. suggest that you go in for an oil change once or twice a year and ask them what they suggest. And during the oil change process, I am quite sure that Vicki will tell Greg that she's the boss and she wants a thorough, thorough inspection during an oil change time. And that's really when it should come. So Vicki oh, is a wonderful person. And, and I promise you. you, she'll take care of you. Thank you so much. Okay, you're Thank welcome. you so much. You've made my day. I just happened to tune you in. I listen to the station all the time, but... Uh, obviously not at this hour ever, because I've never heard you there before. I've heard of you. But thank God for you, Mark. Thank you so much. Right. And Elizabeth, um, thank you for, for all the nice things you say, but you have my permission to just pass that on to somebody else. So if I did a good deed for you, you just pass it on. Is that okay? I definitely will do that. Okay. In this day and age, we need it. Thanks, Alrighty. Mark. Thank you, Elizabeth. Steve, you're up next. <laughs> <laughs> this is someone that knows me, I can tell you right now. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Hey, I never thought about this question until the show today, but I'm wondering, at what point do you replace the studs or the nuts on your wheel? And the reason that I think about it is because I replace them every, I mean, I rotate every 5,000 miles. Okay, I'm going to change your question, Okay. I'm going to change your All question. Right. All right. Dan, how often do you change your studs and nuts? Not often. All right. What does that mean? Can if, you go 100,000? Yeah, absolutely. If if you're having an issue, then, you know, you might consider, uh, you know, if you break one or uh, if you break one on, on a wheel that has five, you might consider replacing, uh, you know, one or two of the others. But, I mean, it's it's a metal-on-metal metal surface and doesn't doesn't need to be replaced uh, just because... You know, it, there's no wear date or oh. miles or okay, uh, Brad. How many cars? I hear does, this. Okay, hold on, hold on, Brad. How many cars come in on an annual basis that you end up replacing all the lug nuts and studs? Zero. Zero. All right, I get one every once in a while where the drunk driver curbs the right side. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and you know, damages the wheels and the tires and all that kind of stuff. It's just the friends I have. Okay, it's just the friends I. And I'm making that up, but. But Steve, that's that's the question. It's a better ask Brad, who runs or who who floats within three stores. And I'll tell you, Salem, it's the same thing. 
I don't remember the last time. It's got to be four, five, six years, and typically it's driver-induced. Would you agree? Yes. So the answer to your question, Steve, is is I think the consensus of the four of us here, and let's do this. How many years experience? 20. Okay, so that's 60. How many you got? 40. Okay, that's 100. How many you got? Uh, I'll go with 30. Okay, thanks for making it easier for me to add up. <laughs> so you got 130 years of automotive experience here, and would would it be fair to say that that's not anywhere on our radar of changing studs? And, and even for our wives or our daughters, go. I've never seen it on a preventative maintenance schedule, replace the studs. It's never been in the, in the, <laughs> right. in the owner's manual. But, Steve, if you want to, um, any one of us are happy to change all your studs and nuts, and I think they start at $100 <laughs> a piece. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to chase well, you away from fifty. I'm I'm trying to chase you away from this idea. Are you getting that? <laughs> so okay. yeah, don't don't do that. Okay. All right. Thanks. All right. You're welcome, Eric. I can't do you justice, so stay right there, please. You'll be our first caller, and we're probably maybe four or five minutes away. So you got time to go ask your wife. Uh, you can run the question by her first, and I'm kidding you, of course. We've got Brad here and Rob from Dan, Dan from SNS Tires. They've got three locations on the west side: Surprise, Sun City, and Goodyear. They've been part of our best car repair shops for many, many years, and I'm proud to tell you that I don't remember the last time I had a call that was concerned about work that they had there, and I'll tell you why that is, and that's because they're going to catch it long before it gets to me, if there is one. So if you're on the west side of town, Surprise, Sun City, or Goodyear, and you don't have a shop already, then this is what I tell everybody, including my shop and everybody else's. Go in for an oil change and see how you're treated. Go in for an oil change and see if they write a long, this isn't going to happen, but a long laundry list of things that you need. It happens other places, but it doesn't happen at the shops that I, I refer to people, refer people to. So again, S&S Tire, Surprise, Sun City, and Goodyear, good place to start if you live in those geographical areas. Plus, you're dealing with three generations of the young man, including the dad, the sons, and then, of course, the grandson. So my name is Mark Salem, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. George Floyd's death sparked national outrage and propelled the country to confront issues of race and justice head on. But between partisan politics and various types of protests that have dominated the news ever since, the real questions remain. Are we tackling the issue of race in America honestly? Are we correct to believe the narrative that one's skin color should play a larger role in the content of one's character? These types of questions are here to stay, and they demand fair and truthful responses for a better future together. Larry Elder here, and I will be hosting an exclusive live stream event to address these and other important national questions. The event is called Unbiased, Unvarnished Truth Behind Race in America. Joining me will be author and commentator Candace Owens. Tune in September 17 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific for this important discussion that is pivotal to the nation. Buy your tickets for Unbiased. Visit unbiasedlive.com. That's unbiasedlive.com. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. 
It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm fleece on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest trail. I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. A promise was made, a promise that hit the beaches of Normandy, a covenant that split the skies over Berlin, a vow that captured Iwo Jima. A promise was made, a solemn oath that liberated Seoul, a sacred trust that defended Quezon, a pact that dug in in Da Nang, a contract that weathered Tet. A promise was made. A pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq. A bond that patrolled door-to-door in Fallujah. An IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made to America's veterans. A promise we all must keep. DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org. Just like we promised, we are going straight to Eric. Eric, thank you for waiting through the break. How can I help you, or how can we help you? You almost lost me after I asked my wife. Oh. (laughs) Well, you know what? Is it her car? Just put her on the phone. No, it's not. Okay. Okay. Um, do, do, Do you want the symptoms or how I got to the current symptoms? No, first I want the first. symptoms. Blowing bubbles out the radiator. Won't okay. start. Okay. Does 20, it... 2015, 2015 Nissan pickup. 2.4 or 5 liter engine. Okay. And um, was there an overheat that prefaced all of this? Yes. Okay. And was it your wife's fault a, or your a, fault? There was a... No, a kid that I sold, lent the truck to. Employee. Okay. Okay. Here's what so, um, this the, is the, per- the, the water heat, the, the water pump went out okay. through the fan belt and apparently overheated. Okay, um, this is an easy diagnosis. To be honest with you, um, we're going to fill up the cooling system with water, and we're going to put a pressure tester on it. And we're going to, if the cap says it's a 15 pound cap, we're going to pump it up to 15 pounds. We're going to see the needle drop rapidly. We're going to pull the spark plugs out of it. We're going to tap the key, and one of the spark plug holes is going to shoot water two bays away from the car. 
Right. And and if you really want to be kind of ornery, then you'll have your youngest tech say, bend down there and tell me which cylinder is going to spit water. <laughs> it's kind of an initiation thing. But the answer to your question is, is and if it won't crank over because it's hydrolocked, which means it's full of water right. in the piston, then, yeah, it, it's your the head's got to come off on that. Okay, my main question on that is, I've heard from mechanics that I that the, because it's all aluminum, the block might be bad too. What are the odds of that? Anybody want to comment when the last time you replaced a block on an overheat with an aluminum motor, Dan? Ever? We don't do a ton of that kind of work, but yeah, it's not something that you uh, would see very often, for sure. We've never seen it. I mean, okay. If if now let me offer you this. Um, if you if you get the water out of the motor and you leave the radiator cap on the first click and not the second click, can you drive it around the block, you think? No, it, it won't start. Okay. You put a new water pump in it, and then it was blowing bubbles and wouldn't start and dripping radiator fluid out the exhaust. Okay. So pretty, right. pretty, pretty consistent with a blown head gasket, likely warped head. Um, yeah, that all that's going to be done. The head comes off. And uh, they're going to look at all the valves to make sure they're not bent. They're going to look at the top of the pistons. And the one that's going to be the cleanest is the one where the water came in because it, it kind of steam cleans the piston in the combustion chamber. And so they're going to take it and put it on a mill and flatten it out. And they're going to know that it's 8,000 warped or 20,000 warped. They're going to put a head gasket in it. They're probably going to take it apart and put new valve guide seals in it. You'll get all the parts that come with what they call the head kit. The technician will put a straight edge across the top of the motor and make sure, but I can't tell you the one the last. I don't know that we've ever seen an engine block, unless, of course, it was an overheat, and we take the top of the head off and the entire engine's melted, you know? Of course. I mean, the pistons are, but no, in your particular case, um, I think all you need to do is take the head off, resurface it, put a new head gasket on it, and and I would I would get all the water out of it. I'd still start it and see if it idled good. That would mean we haven't bent any rods or anything. So get the water out of it. Get the water out of the cylinder. Start it up. Boom, it hums like crazy. Everything's fine. Bingo. Then the head comes off. So um, okay. I probably want to hear it run before I pull the head. Okay? All right. Okay. okay. Good Thank luck you. to you. You betcha. Do you guys do head gaskets a lot? or Not a lot, no. Okay. Um, a good customer will take care of. If someone walked in that it was a first-time customer, we'd probably recommend another shop. Okay. And and let me clarify that so that it, it, people don't misunderstand that. We have an allegiance to customers that have been doing business with us for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. We put our software in place in 1991. We still have two- and three- and four-digit customer numbers. So we even print that on the work order so the technician understands that we're not messing with somebody who was born yesterday. They've been a customer of ours that's what you're talking about right, right. but a brand new customer coming in that has something we don't know the maintenance history we don't know we don't know who they are there's a certain risk associated with that but i like the end of how you wrap that together was is we'll refer them to somebody somebody that we would send our sister exactly. to or someone we send our neighbor who's a good guy and we like him 
as opposed to our neighbor who's a jerk, and we'd send him to a different... <laughs> I said it, not you. <laughs> I said it, not you. Anyway, 602-508-0960 if you have a car question. We've got about 20 minutes left in the show, so it's good like it'll be good and probably likely that we'll get to your question. 602-508-0960. Again, S&S Tire, Surprise, Sun City, and Goodyear. So if you live in those three communities, in those three communities, <clears throat> they do everything except heavy line. Like, is that would be fair? So seventy percent of all the reasons the cars come in, you got maybe even higher. Eighty percent of all the reasons cars need repair or service, you guys handle. It's the motors, it's the big, tra- and we don't do transmissions either. We do head gaskets and stuff. But. And it's it's not that we're not capable. It's just that we're uh, we choose not to tie up a bay for that long and. That's that's a that's a, a great explanation. It's not that we aren't capable. It's just a matter of that's not. You're asking a golfer to play badminton. I mean, we can still play badminton, but we're not going to be really good at that. So that's either one of you, any of you guys golfers. I golf once in a while. Do you? They're all pointing at you, so I, I'm assuming that you can whip both of them. Uh, I think that's pretty safe to okay, say. Okay, alrighty. Mike, well, he's good. Is he? He's good. <laughs> My golf. My golfing is pretty much limited to top golf. Top golf, yeah. Oh, you know that is? <laughs> that's where you have a beer and a TV behind you, and you don't have to walk, uh, you know, three miles to. Or you play in one of those big net areas, <laughs> yeah. You know where everybody's looking at you, and so if you fall off the edge and you tumble to the grandstands below, then everybody knows you. Have, you have no business there. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, The World After Trump, takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and Eric Metaxas. Watch Trump 2024, the world after Trump, on SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Trump 2024. Watch now at SalemNow.com. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade for my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. I'll admit it. I was a skeptic on the prospects for a virtual Republican convention. I have attended conventions since 2000. And I've always thought the Democrats brought better production value to the quadrennial pageants than the GOP did. I expected a creaky, clunky series of wooden speeches. Was I ever wrong? The Republican National Convention was a masterpiece of messaging. We saw a look at an impressive record of the president. 
We saw the Secretary of State Mike Pompeo speaking from Jerusalem. We saw the diversity of today's GOP. We saw Vice President Pence making the stakes clear when he said it's not so much whether America will be more conservative or more liberal, more Republican, or more Democrat. The choice in this election is whether America remains America. And, of course, we saw the president. Hats off to the president, RNC Chair Ronna McDaniel, and all behind the virtual convention. I trust and hope American voters were watching and listening. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies. Come on and clean up the mold. Clean up the mold. Mold can trigger asthma in kids young and old. Come on and clean up the mold. Clean up the mold in your house. This song may be fun, but childhood asthma is not. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as cleaning up the mold and mildew in your house. For more Breathe Easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. back everybody 44 minutes after the hour 11 o'clock rob and dan who are the two descendants what was your father's name uh, bob 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 slagle mm-hmm. now if i'm i'm going to give his resume real quick the best he was a tire guy for one of the manufacturers yes pretty much um but he worked in retail for with one of the manufacturers so okay. just to paint that picture uh, at one time, Uniroyal owned their own retail stores. It was their own brand, so he ran a retail store for them in California. Okay, moved here to move rent to uh, to run a retail store in uh, in Phoenix. That's okay. how we moved here in the early seventies. And then he left the store and opened his own. His own S and S. Yeah. And 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 I I tell people, from golf cart to the biggest tractor tires. That's true. For, your true, warehouse, because sure. yeah. I've seen it, and I was amazed in the variety of tires. Model A tires, those rubber band tires, Which, but accessible if you don't have them in inventory. Absolutely. So big trucks, motorhomes, all that kind of stuff. So are you really good with respect to weight on motorhomes, and you got a 10,000-pound axle, so you better have two 5,000-pound tires? That's critical. Oh, in and a, looking at the door at the sticker, it's not on the door; it's somewhere by the driver's area. But uh, it's critical. You know, do you have uh, sixteen ply tires on it? You better replace with sixteen ply tires if it came with it. So that's that's a catastrophe waiting to happen if you don't be careful with that. A lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah. Um, we saw not too long ago a motorhome that had a twelve thousand pound axle and had eight thousand pounds of tires underneath the twelve. And as you can imagine. The other thing that I, I know with tires is is that there are two different numbers. The inflation on the sticker of the car or on the door tag of the car, which is the number that that tire has to be at in order to carry its load that's written on the side of the tire. But then that's 32, but then we have a maximum inflation on the tire. So what do you use? We use the door sticker because that okay. tire will fit, I don't know, 50 different cars mm-hmm. with the 50 different specification so we always use the door sticker that's the best okay what we do is we use the max on the tire and i'll tell you why a fully inflated tire will pop through a pothole and and handle it better than a tire 
that's not fully inflated. You get better fuel economy. The risk you run is wear in the center slightly more than the outer part of the tire. But if you kiss curbs a lot, you're more likely to bounce off the curb with more air. <laughs> and with more air. Yeah, I agree. And, and the tires run cooler. From a point of view for tires, we sell lots of tires, not as much as you guys in any way, shape, or form. But I'm buying temperature guns from Harbor Freight by the hundreds. And everybody that buys a set of tires, we teach them how to take the temperature of their tires. So the crown, where the tread meets the sidewall. So the other day, I'm taking a bunch of cowboys up north. We're hauling a bunch of traders. We get clear out. We're heading towards Payson. And we start to fall off the first mountain. And I get out. And the right side tires are 50 degrees hotter than the left side tires. And we have four horses in the trailer. So I'm thinking about where's the butts of the horses <laughs> on the passenger side. Or So I'm so now there, there's a trick here. It's in the morning. We're heading to Payson. We go out the beeline. Any idea? Sunshine. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. And I didn't get it, but one of the other guys got it. He goes, well, the sun's been on that side of the trailer the whole way. So we run our trailer tires at maximum all the time. But the glue sp- supposedly comes apart in the 200 and north area. So you don't want to get in that area. But I consecutively run somewhere between 110 and 145, depending on the ambient temperature and depending on where the sun is at. So we just find better fuel economy, bouncing through potholes a little better or cracks in the road a little bit better. Plus, um, it, it'll handle a curb hit a little bit better than a tire that's less inflated the most of the time it'll run a little cooler but the temperature guns for rvs they work for upper and lower radiator hoses they work for a diesel which cylinders misfiring you can gun the exhaust manifold and so you know it's cylinder three or four that's got the misfire people can actually cook steaks they can fly cut their steaks and they gun the inside of the steak and there's a chart on the internet that tells you what rare medium rare all this crazy stuff you can gun the inside of your refrigerator to determine what it should be at and what it's at now. Gun a bottle of beer or whatever, and you can get that temperature. So people really love the idea that this 8 or $9 temperature gun comes with a set of tires. And if you teach them how to use it. But the first time we hauled horses, we were on our way to Tucson. We're going to go east on 10. And Renee, here's the real deal, okay? Don't tell anybody this. What does your wife do when you pull off the road and fill up with fuel? They're not listening. Go ahead. Bathroom Mine break. is. Okay. What it, oh, I listening. know. Is she just kind of hang out in the car? <laughs> they do. I yeah, mean, yeah. so my wife and your wife and nobody's wife's going to go out there with a big air gauge and try to start checking air pressure while you're filling up the, the, the no, car. That's a safe bet. Right. But if you train your wife to do it, my wife walks around and guns all the tires. <laughs> okay. So she feels... She feels like she participates. She helps me a lot. I'm filling up and washing the windshield and all that kind of stuff. But she just walks around. Now I've got her checking the hubs. Because if you've got a wheel bearing that's hot or if you've got something going wrong, you'll get it on the I, hub. I have one question. How does Renee put up with you? 46 years, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we are as different she's as... A she, uh, I she's a saint. I met her. She's a great gal. I'm, I'm, it, there and I've known you, and I, don't, I can't see the connection there. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There, you're not the, you are, you'd be different than anybody else. We're friends, though, right? I'm not going to get you mad by no, saying that. No, heck no. So. I tell everybody, she's, I'm Jack the Ripper. She's Snow White. If you get into her office, you're going to get a hug. You get into my office, you're getting your butt chewed. That's the way it's always been, the kids and everything. 
So we've, like I said, we've been married 46 years, and it's, I mean, I don't, she hasn't hired a divorce attorney yet. So <laughs> and besides, I've given every divorce attorney I've ever met a dollar. That means that she can't hire them. Okay. Did you know that? But as a dollar oh, for I retainer. See I see. Okay. And so I'm, I, I'm just hedging my bet. Hey, Mark, good morning. How can we help you? Hey, yes. Hey, tire guys. I got a tire guys issue. Sure. Perfect. I'm glad you're there. Thank you. Yeah. So I actually visited a tire shop, and he's um, he's a good guy. He's looking at the dot codes, and he caught that one. It was uh, a 2013 code. Okay. So it's not 10 years old, but it's old. I think five years is kind of like the limit for most of us. So they're recommending, yeah, it's time to get tires. Well, every time I go through the same thing, I ask the tire guys, what are those universal codes on the side of the tire? And they always say, oh, that's that's not important. You tire guys think that it's a good shopping um, technique to look at those three tire codes, especially the wear number. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, the UTQG codes. Uh, tread wear, there's three temperature. of them. There's two letters yeah. and uh, yeah, two yeah. letters and a, What's and a number. I always want tread that wear, temperature, temperature and traction. Traction, yeah. Um, so I'm just looking at the tread wear, thinking that's a really good indicator. And so, what do you guys think? Most of us customers don't do that. I can tell by asking the tire shops. So that that that's used as a guide. I don't think I'd use it as my bible as to choosing a tire. But what's hard is I think I was told by manufacturers that they. Um, the the codes that they use to or I should say the grades that they use to put on a certain tire is used to compare the rest of their line to take that grade and go across another brand sometimes doesn't always work but um, I, I think it would factor into my decision making to look at those grades and cho- try to choose yeah one especially tire over like another. you said the same brand that that um, that Korean brand. What is that called? There's uh, a Hankook and there's a Kumho. Hankook, yeah. yeah. Hankook. So one of their tires is like a 400 for tread wear, and one of theirs is like a 700. So that's what you need. You can tell the yes. better tires get that. Basically, okay. with simple math, the 400 tire or the 700 tire will last twice as long as the 400, yeah. or almost twice yeah. as long. Under perfect conditions. Right. We, right. we need to well, add that be, in. Your gas mileage would be better, too, with a higher wear tire, no? No, not sure it would affect gas mileage so much. I think inflation has inflation and load is the one that's going to get you on the gas mileage. But you know, Consumer mm. Reports when they do tires, they do them across the board. They're using the the three. But let's go back to do it. The first number is treadwear, and the treadwear is a number that represents under normal circumstances and not abnormal. It's how many the number the higher the number, the better the tire, the longer the life. Right. Okay. Right. The next one is is traction. Tra- traction, and that's obviously a snow tire has one A B C D. There's also a double A now too. Okay, and um. then so you traction or highway tire, and then um, temperature. That's the one in Arizona. I think we want is an A most of the time. Most of the higher speed rated tires are going to have higher temperature. Uh, better build, temperature. Better temperature ratings. Yeah. So an A. We all watch that. Um, we all watch that. Um, it's you. It's I won't let you work, use the word, but there's some a lot of rag tires out there, lots of rag tires, and you can look at the the three on the side of the three numbers on the side of the sidewall, and you can see that they're very proud of them. But they're the name of the tire is written in hydroglyphics next to the bead with a a pencil. You know, so um, yes, uh, I think that's a good idea, and 
And mm-hmm. I, obviously, you're going to have a price difference depending on the quality, but for the temperature, I'd stick with an A, and I wouldn't do a B or C. Yeah, so if you're looking at a like a 70 or $100 tire, and one of them's got a 700 tre- tread wear, and the other one's got a four or 500 tread wear, then that would be a safe choice to go for the higher number. Yeah, uh, Mark, this is Dan. I um, I would say that you know those that, that tread wear is uh, it's there for you know it's there for you to use mainly, and yeah, the higher the tread wear, the longer the lasting. Um, we had a situation going looking back, you know, many years ago where um, a somebody in the valley was selling the same brand of tire that we were selling, and right. you know they they were putting an in store mileage warranty on it of. 70,000 miles um where the manufacturer warranted it for you know 45,000 so they wow. were there's there's no uh rule against doing that um other than being able to sleep at night so um it's it's there for you to use as a guide it's it's a tool it's not uh live and die by the treadwear and and here's the deal you know, if i sell you a tire for $700 and i re- i give it to you for t- a 10-year warranty so that divided by, by the time the tire fails at seven years, there's not enough credit on that tire to mean right, anything. Right. So yeah. it, when you do the math, but I think two things. Get the best numbers and letters you can, but I would also deal with the tire that is a main mainline tire. And tell me real quick, what uh, what tires do you sell, Brad? Uh, well, we could get pretty much anything, but a lot of what we stock are going to be Hankook, Falcon, uh, Nexon, Michelin, BF Goodrich, um, Carlisle. Carlisle. Carlisle for the trailer tires. Okay. Yeah. And the t- trailer tires have a speed limit on most of the time. They're not. You're not allowed to do 80 miles an hour with the trailer tire, and it's an ST, right? Standard trailer tire. It's yeah. ST is the is usually designates what a trailer tire would yeah. be. And then the, the the max speed is sometimes a little harder to find on a trailer tire. You You're might right. have to find that on the internet by looking up the company. Yeah. But most trailer tires, a max speed is like sixty or sixty-five. You I can agree. get some that are up to seventy-five or so. I know a lot of Carlisles are. Yeah. Um, Let me show you where the best part of that is. When you come back from Sora Lake, there's grooves in the highway from the Sora Lake entrance ramp all the way to the casino. And those guys are hauling butt down 87. They blow a tire. They don't even know it. They got the steel wheel on the ground throwing sparks, and they don't even know it. Every time you drive north and south on 87, you look at the road from the casino northbound, and it's just unmarked. And when you come back southbound, there is grooves overall. <laughs> and you can see if you follow the grooves long enough, you'll see them pull off the side of the road. So you know. But um, I see people traveling with trailers. But I put P metrics on my small trailers, and I put LTs on my big trailers so that I can extend the mileage range. But standard speed tires, range. speed range. I'm sorry, speed range. All righty. Well, listen. Thank you guys for showing up. And it was fun, Mark. And a, um, you're welcome time. to come back anytime you want. And you're welcome to bring your wives, and we can turn this into a, a Dr. Phil show <laughs> if uh, if you want. It's borderline Dr. Phil now. I think with you at the controls. <laughs> well, thank you. I hope that's a nice thing. But if it isn't, I'm going to turn off the mic in a minute. And as a matter of fact, I'll just turn you off right now. 
Anyway, thanks for spending your Saturday with me. And the rest of you, market MarkSalem.com. You can find the best car repair shops. S&S Tire is certainly one of them. Surprise, Sun City, and Goodyear. They're guys I know. They're guys I respect. And I've known them for a long time, but I've known their father um, when he was around and he was alive and he was well-respected. And that respect um, is transferred to the boys. We'll see you next week.